Bismillah. Alhamdulillah. Hamdan kathiran, tayyiban, mubarakan fi. Kama yuhibbu rabbuna wa yarda. Ashadu an la ilaha illa Allahu wahdahu la sharika lah. Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh. Al-Nasihul Amin. Allahumma salli ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in wa man tamassaka bi sunnatihi ila yawmiddin Ya ibadullah On this day I want to give a reminder to, to myself first and foremost. And then, bithnilahi ta'ala, to everyone who my voice, it reaches them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in the side of his noble book, telling us of the great purpose for which we have been created by him, jalla wa'ala. As Allah ta'ala, he says, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ and I did not create the jinn nor the mankind except for them to worship me. Allah Jalla wa'ala, He told us here in this tremendous verse that we have been created for a purpose. We were not created in jest. We were not created lacking a purpose and reason, but rather we were created for a purpose. So our being here, our being alive is for a purpose. And this is something that we need to reflect upon and to think about Ta'ala. Allah Jalla wa'ala, He sent to us prophets and messengers teaching us that which is correct, teaching us the tawheed, teaching us to stay away from the shirk, warning us from the shirk and associating partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as relates to His worship. Allah Jalla wa'ala, He says, وَلَقَدَ بَعَثْنَا فِي كُلِّ أُمَّةِ الرَّسُولَ أَنْ يَعْبُدُ اللَّهَ and we sent to every nation a messenger proclaiming, Worship Allah alone and stay away from the false deities. Here in this ayah, we see that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He sent to every nation of mankind a messenger. He sent to every nation of mankind a messenger proclaiming unto them to worship Allah alone and to stay away from the false deities. Naam. When we reflect back on the purpose of our creation and that we were created to worship Allah and Allah alone and we reflect upon this ayah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He did not leave us by ourselves but rather Allah jalla wa'ala He sent messengers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He revealed upon these messengers books so that they may teach mankind and show mankind what is the right way so that mankind could fulfill the purpose for which it was created. So therefore we should know that this life that we have been given is a life that we have to utilize it in a manner in which will bring benefit for ourselves and we can't allow our lives to be wasted, not fulfilling this purpose, not fulfilling that which we were created for. We cannot allow this life to go by and then we at the end of it are nothing but losers. We should understand 
that there is not a single one from amongst us except that he is or she is only inside of this earth for a period of time. We will not be here forever. This is not our final abode. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in his noble book, وَلَكُمْ فِي الْأَرْضِ مُسْتَقَرٌ وَمَتَاعٌ إِلَى حين. And you will have inside of the earth a resting place and enjoyment and enjoyment for some time. You will have a resting place inside of the earth and enjoyment for what? For a period of time, meaning it's not forever, but it's for a set period of time. We will be here in this earth. We will have enjoyment here in this earth. And then that is it. So our days are numbered. There's not a single one from amongst us except that our days are numbered. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says inside of his noble book, كُلُّ مَنْ عَلَيْهَا فَانٍ Everything upon it will be destroyed. Everything upon it will be destroyed. Allah Jalla wa ala, he tells us here in this ayah, and we benefit from this ayah by knowing that what? That everything will be destroyed. Nothing will last except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as it comes inside of the next ayah. وَيَبْقَى وَجْهُ رَبِّكَ ذُو الْجَلَالِ وَالْإِكْرَامِ Everything will be destroyed except for the face of your Lord, the owner of nobility and of all honor. Meaning, everything will be destroyed except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything from the creation is given to destruction. That it will not last, it will not remain, except that it will go away. So as created beings, and we know this, that the created beings are subject to destruction. The created beings are subject to destruction. And of course, we want you to understand that we're speaking generally. That which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has يعني, given exception to, has given exception to. But we're speaking here in general, that what? That... Everything will be destroyed except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we understand this fact that we are subject to going away, we are subject to being destroyed, we are subject to not remaining here, we are subject to death, that there will come a day that will be the last of our days and then there will be for us no more days. Where? In the dunya. No more days here in this dunya. We shall understand that this life that we have been given is that which we can't allow it. We can't allow it. We cannot allow it to be wasted. We cannot allow it to lead to our ruin and to our destruction. Let no one think that he shall remain here in this earth forever. Just as it has never happened in the past that someone has remained alive and done in, in, uh, in, in, in this earth and that they didn't die, just as that has not happened in the past, it will not be the case for us. Just as the best of mankind, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, just as he died and was subject to death, then likewise we will die and we are subject to what? To death. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in his noble book, وَمَا جَعَلْنَا لِبَشَرٍ مِّن قَبْرِكَ الْخُلْدَ and we have not made for a human being prior to you, meaning 
Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam that they remain forever, they don't die. That was not written for any human being prior to you, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, that they will remain forever in the earth, that they will not die, that they are not subject to death. That has never happened. Allah Ta'ala, He says, And if you, O Muhammad, die, are they going to remain? If you, O Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, who is the best of creation, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, who is the best created being, he is the finest of Allah's slaves. He is the best of Allah's slaves. If the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam died, then is there a single one from amongst us who thinks that they will last forever? Allah Ta'ala, he says, If you die, O Muhammad, they going to remain? If you die, O Muhammad, they going to remain? Then of course, we know what the answer is. No. Because Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, he tells us elsewhere in his book, كُلُّ نَفْسٍ ذَائِقَةُ الْمَوْتِ Every soul shall taste death. Every soul shall taste death. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, and I want us to listen and to pay attention, Allah ta'ala, He says, وَنَبَلُوَكُمْ بِالشَّرِّ وَالْخَيْرِ فِتْنَةِ And we will test you with distasteful things. We will test you with harmful things. We will test you with bad things, and we will test you with good things. As what? A fitna, a trial. A trial for you. وَإِلَيْنَا تُرْجَعُونَ And unto us shall you return. Our return is to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our return, ya ibad, is to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are returning unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So I, I want us and Again, I'm speaking to myself first and foremost. I want us to understand this, that what? We have been put here in this dunya for a great reason. And that reason is to establish the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To live our lives. We have been given life huh? to live our lives according to that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves and is pleased with. At the head of that, is worshipping him and him alone, establishing the worship for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. That we worship Allah, and we worship Allah alone. And that we believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala correctly. And that we follow those messengers that he sent unto us to teach us the proper way of life. And that we believe and follow those books in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent to the various nations so that they could properly live their life. Naam. So we have to understand that we have been given life and we have been given that which will guide us and show us how we to live this life, how we are to live this life. Naam. And that, if we had to sum it up, to sum it up, to make it clear for the people, then that is what? That, what is the manual? By way in which we live our lives, for lack of a better term, is that what? That is the book and the sunnah. That is the book, that is the Qur'an. And the sunnah of the Prophet wasallam upon the understanding of the self of the ummah. Because in order to benefit from the Qur'an and the sunnah, 
then we have to implement it properly. And how do we know it's implemented properly or what is our frame of reference to the proper implementation of the Quran and the Sunnah? Then that is what? Then that is the way of the Salaf. That is the way of the Sahaba. That is the way of those Sahaba. Those whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has informed us that He is pleased not only with them, but He is pleased with those who follow them. Naam. Allah ta'ala, He says, وَالسَّابِقُونَ الْأَوَّلُونَ مِنَ الْمُهَاجِرِينَ وَالْأَنصَارِ وَالَّذِينَ اعْتَبِعُوهُمْ بِإِحْسَانِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمْ وَرَضُوا That those who came first and foremost from the Muhajirun and from the Ansar, those who made the migration and those who helped them, those who migrated. Now, many of the Sahaba, the Sahaba, and those who follow them in good. Allah Ta'ala, He says, He is pleased with them and they are pleased with Him. Allah Jalla wa'ala, He is pleased for the Sahaba. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, He told us that the Sahaba, Khayrun Nas. As the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, He said, Khayrun Nas Qarni, that the best of mankind is my generation, then those who follow them, then those who follow them. The Sahaba, Naam, those whom we have just heard from Ustad Khalil Davis as he uh, reminded us and gave us benefit from the hadith of Irbad bin Sariyah, where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he said, amongst the many beautiful things that he said inside of that hadith, Naam, all the guidance inside of that hadith, Huh? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, فَعَلَيْكُمْ بِالسُنَّةِ وَالسُنَّةِ خُلَفَاءِ الرَّاشِدِينَ الْمَحْدِيِينَ مِنْ بَعْدِ عَدُّوا عَلَيْهَا بِالنَّوَاجِذِ يعني إلى آخر حديث. What the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, so thus it is binding upon you to follow my sunnah and the sunnah of the rightly guided khulafa after me. By onto it with your molar teeth, to the end of the hadith. Naam. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has commanded us to stick to the sunnah of, his, of, 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 of the sahaba because the sunnah of the sahaba, it is what? It is the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So how do we implement properly the sunnah of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Then that is by clinging to the sunnah of what? Of the sahaba because they implemented it properly. And this is why Allah Ta'ala, He says about them, Allahu anhum that they are pleased with him and, 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 he, and, he, uh, uh, and he is pleased with them. Or that he is pleased with them and they are pleased with him. Naam. So we have to Take our lives <laughs> seriously. And it sounds absurd that I will even have to make such a statement. But we have to take our lives seriously. Because we have been created for a serious purpose. We have been put inside of this dunya in a serious situation. The stakes in that which will is after this dunya is serious. The stakes are serious. Naam. We have not been put here for plain just. We have not been put here for frivolous things and trivial things. But we have been put here for something serious. The stakes are serious. So we need to take our lives serious. Because we are seriously running out of time. You see? So I remind myself that, yes, we're here right now in a dunya. But the situation is not going to always be like that. We're not always going to be on top of the earth. A day will come, we're going to be under the earth. A day will come, it will be no more days after that where we're going to stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we're going to be judged. We're going to be judged by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala, he says inside of his noble book, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, إِذَا زُلْزِلَتِ الْأَرْضُ زِلْزَالَهَا وَأَخْرَجَتِ الْأَرْضُ أَثْقَالَهَا وَقَالَ الْإِنسَانُ مَا لَهَا 
يومئذ تحدث أخبارها بأن ربك أوحى لها يومئذ يصدر الناس أشتاة ليروا أعمالهم فمن يعمل مثقال ذرة خيرا يره ومن يعمل مثقال ذرة شرا يره Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says what means وَاسْتَمِعُوا يَا عِبَادُ اللَّهِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says that when the earth shakes with this final shake when the earth it shakes with an earthquake that is like no other earthquake when the earth shakes with the final shake and when the earth throws out its burdens that which is inside of the earth it will be cast out and man will say, what is the matter with it? That day, it, meaning the earth, it will declare its information about all that happened on top of it from good or evil. The day that the earth, the day that the earth, it will speak and it will declare what happened on it. Yeah, Abdullah, the day the earth is going to tell on you. It's going to tell what you did from good. It's going to tell what you did from evil. That evil that you think you're hiding from somebody. I'm going to tell you right now, you're not hiding it from nobody who's really important. That evil that you're doing and you think you're hiding it. You're not hiding it from anyone who's really important. Because the one, the only one who you should be concerned with, the one, the only one who is important is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you can't hide anything from him. You can't hide anything from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is a day, a day that, that yani, the secrets will be made known. This is the day, the day of the ultimate exposure that yani, people will be exposed upon this day. The day the earth will tell on you. Why? Why the earth going to tell on you? Because its Lord has inspired it to speak. Because its Lord has inspired it to speak. That day that mankind will proceed and scatter groups so they may be shown their deeds. That day that mankind will proceed in scattered groups so they can be shown their deeds. Yeah, ibadullah, we have been created for a serious purpose. We are upon this earth in a serious situation. The stakes are serious. We don't have time to be playing around with our lives. We have to take our lives seriously. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says what means, so whoever does the equal of Adam's weight of good, then he or she will see it. Whoever does the equal to the weight of an atom of good, then they are going to see it. But likewise, whoever does evil equal to the weight of an atom, they will see it too. Whoever does evil 
the weight of an Adam, you will see it. The stakes are high. When are we going to get benefit? How long have we been here on this earth? How many days? How many months? How many years? How we been alive here on this, in this earth? These years that we rival over, meaning that a person, he, and he has pride and is happy and some even boastful that they have lived for so many decades. They have been alive for so long, you know. But what has that life benefited you up until right now? All of those years, all of those decades, all of those minutes, seconds, all of the time spent. What has it benefited you up until right now? Now, rahmatullah bil insan and jana lil insan fi dunya ibran. From Allah's mercy upon the slaves is that he makes for them inside of this dunya an admonition. They receive the admonition. As Fadil to Shaykh, Shaykh Suleiman al-Ruhayni, he mentions. This is from Allah's mercy upon a slave, that while they're still alive, they receive admonition. They reflect. They receive admonition from their life. And with this admonition, yani, they, they remember. They benefit. It's important for us to know and we understand, you see, that مرور layali wal ayam that the passing of days and nights and the passing of uh, months and years, all of this is building a case against us. Because this time is being given to us so that we may receive the admonition and follow it. Now, so we may put forth serious effort in following it. So we may strive to be obedient unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, submit ourselves unto Allah jalla wa'ala upon tawheed, to be compliant to the rules and regulations and the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to free ourselves and disassociate ourselves from all forms and all types and all categories of shirk, of polytheism, and to free ourselves from all of the polytheists. To follow the sunnah of his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. To believe in all of his prophets and messengers making no distinction between them as relates to our belief in them. To live our lives correctly, to believe correctly in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to believe correctly in his angels, to believe correctly in his books, to believe correctly in his messengers, to believe correctly in the day of judgment, thus we will prepare for it. To believe correctly in qadr khayrihi wa sharrih. We have to use these days to receive the admonition and then benefit from it. Because if not, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says inside of his noble book, أَوَلَمْ نُعَمِّرْكُمْ مَا يَتَذَكَّرُ فِيهِ مَنْ تَذَكَّرْ 
وَجَاءَكُمُ النَّذِيرِ Allah Ta'ala says, and, and, and I want you to pay attention to this. I want you to reflect upon this when it's all over, said and done with, as it is said. I want you to have an answer prepared for the likes of this question. I want you to strive from right now to make sure that you are not on the and from those who are destroyed when they ask this question and they don't have answer. Allah Ta'ala, he says, did we not give you a long enough life so that whoever could receive the admonition could receive the admonition? Did we not give you a long enough life so that whoever was going to receive the admonition could receive the admonition? Didn't we give you time to receive the admonition and to benefit from it? How many, how, how old are we? Huh? This one is 40. This one is 50. This one is 30. This one is 20. This one is 15. So on and so forth. That wasn't long enough time for you to get your act together. All those years, all those months, all those days, all those weeks, that wasn't a long enough time for you to get your act together. You know we're not here forever, but yet you live in your life as if you're never going to see your Lord. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. You're walking around living your life as if you're not going to be questioned for the things that you're doing. You're walking around running your mouth as if you're not going to be questioned for the things that you say. You're running around taking all the type of beliefs and so on and so forth as if you're not going to be held accountable for what you believe. You're running around, we're running around upon this method methodologies as if we're not going to be asked about what is our methodology. You better, you better make sure that when you're asked the likes of these questions, you got the right answer. What's your methodology? The methodology of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Who is your Lord? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What is your deen? Islam. Who is the, what did you say about the man that was sent to you? Who was your messenger? Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. We said about him that we believed in him sallallahu alaihi wasallam and we followed his sunnah and we come to it and we stuck to it and we strive to meet death while clinging to the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, you better have your answers in order. But your answers is not that which is restricted to just what you're saying, but it is reflected and illustrated inside of your actions. When you asked about your salah, what's your answer going to be? When you asked about fasting in Ramadan, what's your answer going to be? When you asked about giving zakah, what's your answer going to be? When you ask about hajj for those who have the ability to make the hajj and the umrah, what is your answer going to be? When you asked about whether or not you were obedient unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, ya Abdullah, what's your answer? When you asked about did you stay away from the haram, ya Abdullah, ya Amatullah, what's your answer? What's going to be your answer? Allah Ta'ala, He says, يُقَلِّبُ اللَّهِ اللَّيْلَ وَالنَّهَارِ إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَعِبْرَةً لِأُولِ الْأَبْصَارِ And we interchange the day and the night. Verily in that is an admonition for those who have insight. Is an admonition for those who have insight. 
We have to benefit from this admonition. We cannot allow our lives to continue to go by and we don't benefit from this admonition because don't you understand time is running out. Time is running out. You are running out of time. How many of us, especially in these days, and we say that yet time is moving by so fast. It seemed like it was just Ramadan. Now it's about to be Ramadan again. The time go by so fast. The year come, the year go. So fast. The week come, the week go. By the time it's the end of the week, it felt like you just started the week. And you're left to ponder. What did I even do with my week? The weeks go. The months go. The year goes. And with every passing of that, a part of you go. Abu Darda Wal Hassan radiallahu ta'ala anhuma they used to say Innama anta ayyamun Verily you are nothing but days. You're nothing but a collection of days. That's it. Each one of us, we have a set limited number of days. We have an allocation of days. Only a, a certain amount of days you're going to be on the earth. That's it. That's all you're going to get. That's all you get, man. These certain days upon the earth. And then that's it. So they said what? Every time a day goes, some of you go. Every time a day goes, some of you goes away. Do, do, we, do we understand that? That we are running out of time? Do we really understand that our days are limited? This time we say, time is going by so fast. You know what that means? That means your life is going by fast. Time is going by so fast. You know what that means? That means death is rushing toward you fast. What are you doing? What am I doing? What are we doing? What are we doing with our lives? How long is it going to take before we get serious? What are we waiting for to get serious with life? Death? We waiting for death to get serious about life? But then you have individuals and they want to use as leverage and they want to use as a point of argument. But I have reached such and such an age. I am your elder. I am older than you. You know, we get so happy, you know. The reality is that our age is 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 a a funny thing, you know. Because yes, from a standpoint, as the years go on, our age increases. So from a standpoint, our age goes up; it increases, right? But the more striking reality is, from another standpoint, is that our lifespan decreases. As our age increases, our lifespan decreases. The older we get, the closer we get to death. But yet, 
we take, you know, joy about I, I, I got these many days under my belt. So you young guys, you better, you know what I mean? Things of this nature. But I want you to change your perspective. I want you to change your perspective. Don't look at it from that standpoint. And this is not to say that we don't respect our elders because we do. We respect our elders and we are kind and merciful to our, to our youth, you know. But I'm saying from our standpoint, so we don't allow this age to be a hindrance and a distraction for us, that we look at it properly and we understand that the older I get, the closer I get to death. The older I get, the closer I get, meaning to death. The poet, he says, وكل يوم مضى يدني من الأجل فعمل لنفسك قبل الموت مشتهدا فإنما الربح والخسران في العمل and this is the reality and I want you to look at your life and your lifespan from this perspective and from this standpoint is that what the poet he said what means is that and we get very happy and verily we get very happy by the days that have gone by and, you know, have, have gone. You know, we get very happy by the days uh, that have gone by. We, uh, and, but every day that goes brings you closer to your term. Every day that goes brings you closer, what, to the end of your life. Every day that passes gets you closer to, what, to death. You, 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 you understand? So therefore, work for yourself before death comes unto you very diligently. Mushtahidan. Huh? Work very hard. Work very hard, very diligently for yourself. Linafsik. For your own benefit. For your own benefit. Work hard, diligently, seriously, earnestly. For your own benefit. What? Before you die. Before the death it comes to you. Because verily... Because whether or not yani, the uh, the profit or the loss is in what is in the actions. Whether a person he profits or she profits, or whether a person loses, uh, whether he or she loses, then that will be determined by their actions, what they have done, what they have put forward. So I want you to understand and to look at time from this perspective so that we benefit from the time and we just don't get gassed up and souped up by the time. Yeah, you see? Some of the hukamat, as Imam Ibn Rajab, he mentions, he says, some of the hukamat, some of those who wise ones, they say, كَيْفَ يَفْرَحُ dunya." He says, how could you be so happy about the dunya? How can you be so happy and overjoyed about the dunya? مَنْ يَوْمُهُ يَهْدِمُ شَهْرًا This dunya, that the day of it destroys the month. You, you understand? The day come and go, and that does what? It ultimately, it causes months to come, and then those months, they go away. That's it. وَشَحْرُ يَحْدِمُ سَنَّتَهُ And the month destroys the years. Huh? The sinner goes by. Months go by, then what? Years done. No more year. It's over. Huh? Just like for the months. The days go by. Huh? One, two, three, four, five, twenty-nine or thirty. Days gone. Boom. Month gone. 
The month gone, done, sit. It's not coming back no more. The months go, 12 of them, gone. That year, done. And these years, huh? Was in and the years, the sinner, was in tahdimu, umrahu. And the years, as they go, they destroy what? A man's lifespan. A woman's lifespan. Because you've only been scheduled to be here for a certain amount of years. So the year 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, uh, 12 many years ago, you was only given 42 years, 3 months, 4 days, X amount of hours, or X amount of seconds. And then what? That's it. You reach that time, your life is done. It's over. It's the reality. Your life is over. You reach that time. Your time runs out. It is over. No redo. No reset. Done. So the years as they go by, they what? They destroy our lifespan. They take away from our lifespan. كَيْفَ يَفْرَحُ The Hukamani say, How are you happy? The one who, who your lifespan is taking you what? To the end. Your lifespan is taking you to the end of your days. You understand? Once you done with the lifespan, it's just, it's just, it's just driving you to your final destination. And your lifespan, your life, your life ain't doing nothing but driving you to death. That's it. You're on this ride of life, right? You know the common destination for the ride of life? You know the destination for the ride of life? Death. And depending upon how you was in that ride, will be, if your grave will be a garden from the gardens of Jannah or a pit from the pits of the fire. Whether your ultimate destination will be the Jannah or it will be the fire. So when we look in, at it from that standpoint, how important is the ride then? Is the ride of no importance? We don't care about it? We just play around with it? Or is it something that maybe we should take a little more seriously? The stakes are high. The situation is serious and the stakes are high. I want you to understand, Ya Ibad, that we're running out of time. So we have to get our acts together. One of the poets, he said, وَمَا حَلَاتُنَا إِلَّا ثَلَاثٌ شَبَابٌ ثُمَّ شَيْبٌ ثُمَّ الْمَوْتُ وَآخِرُ مَا يُسَمَّ الْمَرْءُ شَيْخًا وَيَتْلُوهُ مِنَ الْأَسْمَاءِ مَيِّتُ he said that our situations, our stages, and when he means this, he means the average, the average stage. Because you have exceptions to this rule. Not everyone is going to reach all of these, yeah, these stages, you know. Some people, just two stages. They don't, they don't get old. But anyway, he's talking in general. That our stages is the only three. Youth. Old age and then death. 
That's the reality. Our stages are only three. Youth or age of death. And again, we're talking in general. Some people don't even live that long. Some people it's just youth, death. So it's no old age for them. Youth, death. But in general, the stages are three. Now, if you now if 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 you are an individual who you got the three stages, right? Then it's important that you should understand that the 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 end, the last name that you're gonna be named with. Or excuse me. Now, the last name that you're going to be named with from, from the stages of life is Shaykh. Shaykh. Meaning what? Meaning you're a, a, a person of age. Person who has lived long, elderly. Okay? Shaykh. We mean, we mean here Shaykh from the standpoint of age, not knowledge. From the standpoint of age. That you become old. You become a senior citizen. You understand? But know that what? That after this name of being an old person, elder, senior citizen, huh? Sheikh, after being called with this, the only name after that is what? Is dead. We go, we say the man is a youth. The man is a, a, a elder. The man is dead. The woman, she's young. The woman, she's older. The woman, she's dead. Maimoun bin Mahran Yawman Nadara ila Julasai Maimoun one day he looked at the people that were sitting with him. He looked at the people in his company, and they were a mixed group. He saw some older men, who their hairs had become gray. He saw some old men, their hairs was, was, was gray, white meaning gray, huh? they had gray hairs. So he said to them, Ya ma'ashar al-shuyukh, O assembly of elders, and I want everybody who's an elder, everybody who got the gray hairs, everybody who's applying al-hina, or who could apply al-hina, al-hina, I want you to think about this. Huh? Those who have reached up in age and have been around for many decades, I want you to think, I want you to contemplate about this statement. He looked at the shuyukh, the older ones, and he asked them, بَيْمْتَذِرُ بِالزَّرَعْ إِذَا أَدْرَكْ He said, What is awaiting the harvest, or what is awaiting the crops, once they have reached their full maturity? The crops, once they reach the full maturity, what awaits them? Huh? What awaits them? The corn in the field, once it has grown, until the biggest corn stalk is going to be and has reached its full maturity, what happens? The shuyukh, they answered, and the hisad, it gets harvested. It gets harvested. Meaning that what? What happens when, what happens when uh, vegetables get harvested? What happens? They get cut down. Huh? They get cut down. That's it. It's over for them. They dead. It's gone. Huh? It's gone. 
So for us, for us who are reaching old age, and we know no one's going to live forever. So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us to be of those who were young and get old, then we know it's nothing after old except death. And now we are considered old. So once you consider old, know the next thing you're going to be considered is dead. Huh? Shaif. So let that be a reminder for you. Get ready. Yeah, we understand your back hurt, your knee hurt. Huh? Your throwing arm is not what it used to be. You don't have quite the same pep in your step. Getting old. Your eyes don't work as well as they used to. Your hairs are gray. You don't hear as well. All of these are signs that what? Time is running out. Now, alhamdulillah, you're one who's fortunate to be able to receive these signs that tell you that time is running out. Your body is failing, yeah, because you're about to die. Things are on a decline because you're moving towards death. All of these are signs which should indicate to you, if you haven't done it until now, then you need to get your act together. And if you have done it, alhamdulillah, then you need to continue and to strive to increase as much as you possibly can and get the most, uh, as they say, the most bang out of your buck. Get the most out of your life You about to die Get the most out of your life Go out with a bang as they say Go out as righteous as you can possibly be Because like the runner When he's running inside the race When he gets up to that finish line When he can see the finish line He's in that last little bit of the race huh? The race almost over He's been running for whatever long time he's been running But the race is almost over What did he do when he started to see the, uh, 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 the finish line? What did he do? He slowed down? He said, oh, whew, that was a good one. Let me, uh, let me, let me, let me try it in. Let me ease my way in. Huh? Does he do that? No. What does he do when he see that finish line? Or she be do when she see that finish line? They run the most of that they got. They give it their all. When they see the finish line, they give it their all. Now they're running with every bit of energy that they can possibly muster because what? When the race is over, it is over. So. Those of us who have seen these signs that indicate the finish line is near, then we should increase. We should strive to go out as best we possibly can, as most righteous as we possibly can, as most fearing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as, 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 uh, as we can. We should strive with very, very diligently to go out. This is what I mean with a bang. Very, very righteous. Very, very good. Very, very pious. Very, 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 you know, fearing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should strive for this. And then for the youth. Then, Maimouni looked at the youth. He looked at the young ones. And he asked them. And this is going back to the same um, example, the same example of the field, the crops, same example. Then he asks the youth, you saw it? Yeah, Marshal al-Shabaab, O young ones, in the Zara, Qad Tudraku, Afatun, Qabla An, Yastahfid. He said, but O youth, he said, verily, it's possible that they can come to the crops 
things that will destroy it before it ever reaches harvest. You understand? Not every stalk of corn makes it to harvest. Some, the bugs come, eat upon it. Some get a, yani, a disease and then it gets cut down before it reaches maturity because what? It's, yeah, it's not going to reach maturity. And this is a reminder to the youth is that not everyone gets old. There are plenty of individuals who die young. Okay? But I want you to I want you to, to, to pay attention because I, I, I can't say it enough is that the stakes are very high. The stakes are very high and the situation is serious. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his noble book, he tells us what is going to be the situation and from that which is going to be said when it's all over said and done with as they say. And I want you to think about it. So that you know which one you, these you want to be. Okay? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, وَسِيقَ الَّذِينَ اتَّقَوْ رَبَّهُمْ إِلَى الْجَنَّةِ زُمُرَا زُمُرَا حَتَّى إِذَا جَاءُوهَا وَفُتِحَتْ أَبْوَابُهَا وَقَالَ لَهُمْ خَزَنَتُهَا سَلَامٌ عَلَيْكُمْ طِبْتُمْ فَدْخُلُوهَا خَالِدِينَ قَالُوا The people who hear this, Allah Ta'ala, He goes on to tell us, وَقَالُوا الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ الَّذِي صَدَقَنَا وَعْدَهِ وَأَوْرَثَنَا الْأَرْضَ Allah Ta'ala, and I want you to pay attention to both of these scenarios. Allah Ta'ala, He said, and those who kept their duty, those who kept their duty to their Lord, these ones, they, they took their lives seriously. Those who kept their duty to their Lord, they will be led to paradise in groups. When they reach it, its gates will be opened. Its gates will be opened before their arrival. And the keepers will say, Salamun alaykum. You have done well. You have done well. Good job. Very good job. So enter here to abide therein forever. Enter here to abide therein forever. Meaning to where? To the Jannah. For those who took their lives seriously, Allah Ta'ala informs us. And they will say, Alhamdulillah. All praise and thanks belong to Allah who has fulfilled His promise. Who have fulfilled His promise. And made us to inherit this land. Meaning the Jannah. Naam. Wa natabawwa'u min al-Jannah haythu nasha. 
And we can dwell here in the Jannah wherever we want. فَنِعْمَ أَجْرُ And how excellent a reward for the pious good workers. How excellent a reward for the pious good workers. This is one scenario. When it's all over, said and done with. Would you like to hear these words? Would you want to hear these words? Any, any, any smart individual will say, yes, this is what I want to hear. When it's all over, said and done with, this is the situation I want to be in. I want to be from amongst those who, when they're approaching the Jannah before they even make it all the way yani, to the Jannah, the, the gates are already open. It is said unto them, Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Enter. You've done good. This is what you want to hear. You want to hear you've done good. Your whole life, you've you done good. You've done good. Good job. Not everyone is going to receive this. Not everyone, this is going to be their situation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he tells us about the flip side. Actually in Surah Zumar, Allah ta'ala, he mentions the flip side first. And then he mentions those who have done well. Allah ta'ala, he says, وَسِيقَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا إِلَى جَهَنَّمُ زُمَرًا حَتَّى إِذَا جَاءُوهَا فُتِحَتْ أَبْوَابُهَا وَقَالَ لَهُمْ خَزَنَتُهَا أَلَمْ يَأْتِكُمْ رُسُلٌ أَلَمْ يَأْتِكُمْ رُسُلٌ مِنْكُمْ يَتْسْلُونَ عَلَيْكُمْ آيَاتِ رَبِّكُمْ Allah Ta'ala, he says, and I want us to think about this. And I want you to seriously think, Ya Abdullah. Seriously think, Ya Amatullah. Do you want to be on the receiving end of this? Do you want these words to be said unto you? And those who disbelieve will be driven to the hell in groups. They will be driven to hell in groups until they reach his gates thereof. They will be opened suddenly like a prison at the arrival of the prisoners. And the keepers will say, did not messengers come to you? Did not messengers come to you reciting unto you the verses of your Lord? Did not messengers come to you reciting unto the verses of your Lord and warning you from the meaning of your Lord on this day? Didn't they come to you warning you about this? Didn't they come to you reciting to you Allah Ta'ala's ayat and warning you about this day? Warning you about the hellfire? Didn't they come to you like this? They will say yes, certainly. But of course, they came. Walakin haqqat 
kalimatul azab ala al-kafirin. They were saying, yes, they came. But the word of torment has been justified against the disbelievers. The word of the torment has been justified for the disbelievers. Ya ibadullah. What, which one of these groups do you want to be with? Which one of these groups do you want to be from? There will be a party in the Jannah, a party in the Hellfire. Which one do you want to be from? If your answer is that you want to be from those that are successful, then you have to get your act together from right now. Don't allow the life of this world to deceive you. Don't be deceived by the shaitan. Don't allow the life of this world to distract you from benefiting yourself and preparing for the akhirah. And don't allow the shaitan to distract you from benefiting yourself in preparation for the akhirah. Allah Ta'ala, he says, and I'll leave you with this. Ya ayyuhal nas, inna wa'adallahi haqqa. فَلَا تَغُرَّنَّكُمُ الْحَيَاةُ الدُّنْيَا وَلَا يَغُرَّنَّكُمْ بِاللَّهِ الْغَرُورِ Allah Ta'ala, he says what means, O mankind, verily the promise of your Lord is true. The promise of your Lord is true. Those who obey him, for them will be the Jannah. Those who disobey him and disbelieve in him, those who disbelieve in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then for them will be the hellfire. These, this promise is true. The believers in Jannah, the disbelievers in the hell, the promise is true. So don't allow the life of this world to deceive you. And do not be deceived by the deceiver, meaning the shaitan. Don't let this world deceive you. And don't be deceived by the shaitan. The stakes are high. We've been created for a serious purpose. We've been placed here in this dunya in a serious situation. And the consequences for what we do here in this dunya, they are tremendously serious. So take heed. This is what I had to present to myself first and foremost and then to everyone who may hear my voice of a reminder فَنَكْتَفِي بِهَذَا الْقَدَرِ صَلَى اللَّهِ وَسَلَّمَ عَلَى نَبِيِّنَا مُحَمَّدِ وَعَلَى آلِهِ وَصَحْبِهِ أَجْمَعِينَ وَجَزَاكُمُ اللَّهُ خَيْرًا